What's up, everybody? This is Aida, founder and CEO of Unlimited, a lifestyle clothing brand designed to inspire you to move and celebrate your body and all that makes you, you. I am joined by co-host Simone McKenna, a fitness and nutrition guru, and Aaron Tennant, life coach and owner of Grow Well Coaching. And you're listening to The Unscripted Podcast by Unlimited. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We have a special guest with us today, and that is Rachel Brooks. Hello, Rachel. Hello, and thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for being here. As usual, we have Simone and Aaron with us, and we're just going to have... <laughs> going to have an amazing conversation with someone that we've, we've actually been wanting to have on the podcast for a while. Um, and like Rachel, just like we do with everybody, we kind of like to give you the stage to kind of introduce yourself and just share anything that you find relevant um, as we started this, this discussion. So I'll pass it on to you, the mic. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. So for those who are listening, I am Rachel Brooks. I am a published author of a three-time global award-winning book, Chasing Perfection, yes. host of the Confident Woman podcast and creator and founder of IM Athletics, a active wear lifestyle brand for the confident woman. I would need to be one breath. <laughs> 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 right? I mean, you came ready with your elevator speech. I love it. I'm like, wait, what do I do? Where am I? <laughs> it's always that fun loaded question. Like, what do you do? And it's like, okay, so yes. are you ready for the long, long, the short, or what yeah. you got? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. I mean, um, I think a lot of what you do revolves around your story. Mm-hmm. which I've already heard in myself, but um, I'm really excited for um, our co-host and our followers and listeners to kind of understand where you come from um, and how all of that led you to where you are. Yes. Um, well, it ultimately starts from my own personal experience, my journey to um, really finding myself, the self-discovery journey, right? So I think we're all on this journey, this quest called life, and it's just a matter of what route and what path we go towards. Yeah. So for me, it, it all ties back into my story, which is in my book, Chasing Perfection, mm-hmm. A Journey to Healing, Fitness and Self-Love. And so really the chase started at such a young age of just really admiring what beauty and worth and value was as a perceived notion of what was a woman's calling and what mm-hmm. she should and, and should look like and should become. So like by society standards. Right. Okay. And it was just, you know, this, it's put out there at such a young age. And as us, you know, women starting at uh, young girls, you know, going into adolescence to young adulthood into adulthood is that we, we adapt and we believe and we inherit these, uh, you know, notions and concepts of, of who and what we should be. And somewhere along the lines, we lose ourselves, we lose our identity, we lose this passion and drive to be authentically us. And so that's really the journey back to self. And sometimes we can get, you know, it can get convoluted, um, you know, really off the beaten path. And just really in my book, I share the journey and the quest of how you can really come full circle and into that embodiment of Mm -hmm. the holistic version of who that that woman is as you can confidently step into her and just knowing that all things are possible because you believe in yourself and who you are, Mm -hmm. what's holding you back and why 
uh, you, we do the things that we do in life. And so it really comes full circle. And so I share the, the ebbs and the flows of life, the, the peaks and the valleys of it. And so it's just a real raw, relatable book. Um, you know, with the readers listening or reading it and also listening through the audio version of it, it's just great to hear the feedback of these women just saying, you know, me too. Mm. And having that come, you know, as, as a, an author and also as a reader, um, you know, for me, when I'm reading a book, I want to see myself in these journeys because otherwise I just feel like I'm reading somebody else's story and seeing it through their lens. But yeah, how is it applicable to me and my story? And so sharing the nitty gritty and the hard truth of, of a lot of things, um, you know, with the points to ponder questions I pose at the end of each chapter really pauses that reader to take that um, moment to self-reflect and, and mm. to see the, the commonality between my story and theirs. Um, but overall, it's just a, it's a beautiful journey and it's a, a beautiful life. And for somebody who lived in a, a place of self-loathing and just it, things were just dark and negative and, you know, coming full circle to a place where I can really say I'm, I embody self-love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that it shows in my work and shows in throughout everything that I have touched in my life, because I've seen life from two folds That's so and beautiful. it's so much better when you come on the other side mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not always rainbows and kittens, right? It could be cloudy at times, but really, um, you know, equipping and adapting yourself with the tools and knowledge, insight and, and awareness to, overcome the obstacles that life are, is always going to throw your way. And right. so, you know, equipping yourself with that makes this life, this journey a lot more feasible and attainable mm-hmm. and sustainable. And I right. think that's the beauty is that when we're chasing perfection, it's not realistic. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, spoiler alert, it doesn't exist. Right. So right, we all right. know this and it's like, you don't necessarily have to be chasing perfection, mm-hmm. but we're all chasing after something. And so it, it creates that pause in, in this uh, chase and this pursuit for you to really do some self-reflection and say, mm-hmm. how did I even get here? Wow. And so it's that journey back to you and owning who you are and just knowing that your value and your worth is not defined by any means other than what you allow it to be. That's incredible. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, say, I know you as, as you. So it's like that confident, you know, the self-love, like you are a beacon of that. And I've only ever known that version of you when we first met. And <laughs> obviously I've read the yes. book um, and learning of your past and learning how vulnerable and honest you are about your marriage, about your upbringing, about your siblings. Like sometimes I'm, I was like reading and thinking like, oh, I wonder if they've read this. Because <laughs> it was just very, but like you say, people are living that life and they're in that now and that's all they know. So to, you know, as they're progressing through that book and kind of see those shifts and you all, you always kind of reflect back to it. Mm-hmm. So it's always, it's part of your story. It's part of your journey. Right. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. But like coming through and probably still, mm-hmm. and you know, there's going to be another story in 10 years time. You know right. what I mean? Right. Oh, I already got another book. Spoiler alert. Ladies and gents, another book coming our way. Yes. And you're you're so right because it's like when we share that stuff and it's sometimes we're we're cloaked in the shame and this guilt, like what are people going to think? What are mm-hmm. they going to think of me currently now? Especially mm-hmm. as I, I'm, you know, my work is my life and my life is my work. So it's like, how could somebody say that you are this confident woman, this version of that confident woman? And yet you lived a life of this. And it's like, oh, but we all have a past. We all have a history, but it's what we, t- we choose to do with it that empowers us to become 
the ultimate highest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's nothing to be ashamed of. And, you know, when I was writing this book, it was just, I remember, you know, when you mentioned about even my marriage, I looked at my husband, I said, you know what, um, do you mind if I share this? And, and so I, I read it back to him and, and at one point he just looked at me and I, I mean, I had tears in my eyes as I'm reading it, choking up and, and he just looks at me and I look at him and I said, was it true? And he mm. said, yes. I said, then that has to be, it has to be told mm -hmm. because, you know, when we hold on to uh, our truth, it becomes a version of a lie, right? It's mm -hmm. watered down. It's an excuse. It's a different story. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I told this, 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 my journey through my lens and, and my perspective of how it took place as it related to me. Mm -hmm. And so when I bring in these other characters in my life, it was all about my perspective. And so yeah. it wasn't about what they did. Mm -hmm. It was how it was perceived yeah. and how it shaped and shifted and changed me <laughs> into a different version that I, I didn't love. Yeah. You know, I, I got to that point where it was just, what is this chase and why am I chasing it? And like, is it, you know, ultimately I wanted to find this peace and this rest, but mm -hmm. yet everything that I was searching for was ultimately found within. And that is the beauty and that is the gold. And that is the journey of self-discovery because you have all that you need within. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. I, you know what, what I think should happen. I remember like in a few episodes before we said we needed to have like a wake up alarm, whatever with, you know, Aaron's mm -hmm. voice just saying, <laughs> Get but like that in yeah. another recording of you just saying that and getting someone inspired mm -hmm. to get up and you're just get on there but I just think yeah. I just just love how not only were you able to put all those thoughts in a book but you were also able to involve the people in, in your life that have had an impact in your life that has allowed you to come then tell the story right. now without without giving too much away what would you say was the breaking point because just like you said you grew up learning ways of others and never really what Rachel was about and that's why I love you like your handle like I am Rachel Brooks I right. am and obviously that's also part of your brand right uh, oh and she owns a clothing brand as well guys so two um, amazing owners of clothing <laughs> right here this is true women empowerment like Oh, this is awesome. This is what yes. I love. Two women owning two amazing brands on podcasts, supporting each other. This Absolutely. Is, yeah. This is truly. And two podcasters. Yeah. I mean, we're, uh, exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> we're too similar. And you would think that with most women, it'd be this cattiness that there was this division. And so like, we looked at each other. It was like, you, you. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> all, we do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I know when you're like, I'm thinking this and that. I'm like, Hey, I've heard someone else say that. But yes, what was that breaking point for you? Yeah, to answer that question, you know, ultimately, again, the, the, the chasing of perfection, right? So the, the journey to healing, fitness, and self-love, it really started because of my own perceived, you know, worth and value of how I, how I, with this body, you know, it's uh, with women, we go through a lot of things. Um, and so I'm not going to divulge too much of the details that went into it. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's in my book. Jesus yes. Perfection. People read it by read it. Very yes. <laughs> and it is real and raw and mm -hmm. very vulnerable, but it was to this point where I did not 
love this body mm-hmm. that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I despised it. I hated it. And I wanted it. Uh, I wanted it to be something different, any way possible, shape or form. And mm-hmm. so it really turned my efforts into my fitness journey. And at this point, you know, when, when we're in this pain point and desperation to get out of something so quickly, we grasp on desperation to the next quick fix, mm-hmm. the next bad diet, exercise, sure. whatever that is, mm-hmm. because you just want out. And, you know, I, I chased this my whole life because I was just, you know, the damage done of certain things that, you know, by myself or others or whatever it is, because we are our own, you know, worst enemy. So I had hit my breaking point in 2012. Um, you know, my, my fitness journey ultimately led me to the stage as a, a former fitness competitor. And that was the one thing that I hadn't yet tried in my fitness journey. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, if I do this competition, I will therefore look like these fitness models by X time. Mm-hmm. And I'll finally achieve this body that I can now be proud of and love and just get rid of this old one. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't work out <laughs> the plan. And I actually had a severe injury that set me back physically. And at this point now, I was just so burnt out, so exhausted and now physically incapacitated and told I would never lift again. I wouldn't be able to do the things that I started to find a little bit of joy in um, if, because I actually started to like the fitness journey, but I had the mind and the body that it was so disconnected that there was no, they just didn't sync up at all. Hmm. Um, and so anyway, I hit this breaking point where my ultimate low was I have exhausted all options. I did the thing that was going to warrant me the body of my dreams. And now my body is physically broken and I can't do the things. And so now what do I do? <laughs> and so now inserts all this, the, this repetitive cycle that I had been, you know, ignoring and chasing away from my entire life. And I just sat with all of it. And it felt like the walls were really crumbling in, in this like deep, dark pit that I somehow created on my own. I dug it and I had my shovel and I was just burying myself in my own dirt. And it took me sitting at the bottom of my pit because there were, I couldn't do anything else. I had nothing else to do hmm. and said, how the hell did I get here? What took shape in my life? What happened in my life that led me to thinking that if I stood on a stage and pranced my body across the stage to be judged by a panel of judges who knew nothing about me, nothing about my story, nothing about how hard I worked, blood, sweat, and tears to stand up here. And I was looking at them with just sheer desperation, just so they could say that was enough. Therefore I was enough. And to get to this low of a point where you have given away your entire power, You've given away everything to other people to determine your value and in your worth. That was the lowest I was willing to go. Mm. Wow. And that's when I said no more. And I had to figure out how to get out of there and how I climbed out of there slowly was doing all the unraveling, going through Mm. my past, figuring out how I got here, what beliefs that were mine, where did the other beliefs come from? And really just took like this, I, I used this, this analogy of like a, a U-Haul, you know, people say everyone comes with baggage. I had the largest moving truck and mm. it was jam packed full of crap that I had to sift through mm. piece by piece and decided which ones I needed to keep, which ones I needed to discard and which ones were going to serve me as today into the future version. I wanted How to long create. did that take? That the, the actual journey itself was probably about 
um, almost a year to a year and a half to really feel like I started to make some real confident headway. I think people underestimate how long this shit takes. Like mine, when I started losing weight and going through that journey of just like unpacking all my own shit. I mean, I'm still on it. Oh, we're on the line. Yeah. But I mean, a good two years right of just like just every day feeling like you're progressing yeah, yeah every day like thinking about what's going on what am I feeling how am I what am I thinking what where do I want to go where am I at how do I get there like all of that self-reflection that you talk about it's like I think people underestimate like this is not just a quick journal entry mm-hmm. this is not yeah. a quick trip to the gym yeah. this is a dedication this is a practice to bettering yourself because you hit your breaking point and right. you're right. done right. you don't ever want to go back there no. and that journey never ends either and, and you know for you to even say about how you're asking those questions that's the pivotal moment when you start taking ownership and responsibility of your life oh, and sure. taking yep. you know an account and asking those questions because I could easily sit there and blame all the people that played a part in my life, mm. but where is my ownership? Where's yeah. my responsibility? Yeah. And I think that's the biggest value of like, when we have this personal growth and discovery aspect is like, where are you in this equation? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Everybody has their own lives going on. And so it's just kind of like the story that we tell ourselves, but yet you're the, the writer, the producer, the actor, the star, the, you're the main character yes. of your entire story. Look yes. at you who yeah. said the star, the leading lady it's in your own favorite. story. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. so true though. Yeah. yeah. If you can't be the leading lady in your own freaking movie, that is life. Yeah. You know, you know? Yeah. 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 This is to hear you speak like that, like is yeah. so much. And being in that fitness world myself, I mean, I had a completely different um, journey with it. Yeah. But it just makes you reflect like, shit, how many people were standing on stage thinking the same way you were? Mm. You know, whereas for me, I thought they're freaking so proud as a highlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the girl next to me, who knows how she was feeling? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's I mean, different. It's, it's yeah. different for everybody because of yeah. the different entry points of their journey. And so even when I came back to compete in 15 and in 18, I was completely different version of yeah. it. And so I didn't mm. want 12 to be my first and only competition because mm. it was just the worst experience. Right. And now to come full circle and I close, you know, I say I'm a former competitor because I, mm. I have no desire to compete again. You know, I, I, I feel like I've, I've actually won because I've won my life back. And, and yes. actually in 18, I actually did win and I got a, trophy but it's like you know which collects dust I'm sure like was that the thing I was wanting it was like I remember looking at my my photos in 2015 it was uh, a year uh, a couple years after my um, surgery and I just stood there on stage and I just had this look of such such pride Mm. I was so proud of this woman I had become because Mm. in 2012 I mean I could look at those pictures and like yeah, my head was kind of hung low. As much as I tried to keep it up, mm-hmm. I, I knew that my posture, my my presentation was completely different from 15. And then in 18, it was just like, no, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. This is this is my life that I have reclaimed and I've won and I'm taking ownership. That's wow. So awesome. mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's incredible. I, I, I think uh, from the moment that I met you for coffee and just got to hear you talk about your story and um, and the vision that you have for yourself and your in the different brains that you have, it's clear that you are a powerful woman. And I just hope that everyone that has been listening to this episode can connect with you. And for so um, for that to happen, would you mind sharing with our audience where they can find you? Absolutely. So you can follow uh, me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks and on my website, I am Rachel And of course, with I am athletics, 
Al's uh, social media as well. And so that's my apparel line to really empower you to become your best and most confident self. Um, you know, for I am, it's for what we say after that shapes our reality and that's yes. what we become. So. Yes, absolutely. And I think I'll just add to that something that you've actually said is that uh, words have power. And I absolutely. think we hear that a lot. And so sure. when you say the I am statement and what you add after that, I think it adds meaning to what you're looking for in your life or where you are in your life or who you want to become. And right. so becoming a confident woman, I think just like you said, it's like full circle. Exactly. And I love that about it. Yeah. And so it, like, like you said, our words have power. They can either empower or dis- disempower us. And so really the choice is ours. And so if, if we want change in our life, let's change narrative and how we speak to and about ourselves first. Love and it. We say your thoughts are optional. And so are your words. So, yes. You know, I love that. To just get to play with them and then decide what works and it's best for you. So. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming to the show. Thank you. Uh, To our listeners, uh, if you enjoyed this, give us a a like and follow on Instagram. Um, And again, connect with Rachel. She has so much content going on on her different pages. And I guess we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.